Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Perfect. Well, spring day, really, even though did it's summer. Did you mow the lawn? Yes, I did. Look at you, getting Mo- things done. Worked out, mowed the yard, played with Big Wood. It was a good day. Look at you, Big Wood's his neighbor. Big Wood's my neighbor. Actually, <laughs> they did Star Wars toys. <laughs> help Norm the neighbor with his wood last night. He uh, is getting his basement redone. Norm's always up for saving a buck, so uh, he had the wood delivered. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the builder, the builder's doing the basement, and he's the builder's doing most of the basement. But Norm's gonna try and save money to like, okay, well, I'll hang all the drywall, you mud and tape, that type of deal. Mm-hmm. And the builder, uh, he and his wife are both members of the Click of Six. Actually, they listen to the show. And I haven't met them Hi, yet. Hi, builder. Yeah, that's that's his name. Bob the builder. Nope, his name is uh, the Shermuse. <laughs> what? Shermuse. Shermuse. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know his name. I, can't remember his name. <laughs> I did know it at one point. I'm sorry if he's uh, listening. Anyway, so he. Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to meet them for drinks at some point, but whatever. Uh, Norm had the wood delivered, took out his basement window, and he was going to use his 13-year-old daughter, his son's 17-year-old son, who's a you know, bad A, Andrew, and could get it done, and his wife, and they were going to move this tons of wood. And Alicia and I came over and helped him out, mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was a, it was an extra little, you know, helping out your neighbors thing. And he was like, why, dude, I can't, you can't help. I don't think I've ever heard someone say, I had fun moving wood. Well, it's fun to help your neighbors, oh, you know? Okay. And he's like, dude, I can't have you do that. I can't ask you. I'm like, really? Because if I was doing this and I asked you to help me, would you? He goes, well, no, that's not relevant. I'm like, that's <laughs> exactly relevant. You actually would be helping me. And he I'm going to help you. So uh, we, uh, we we just got wood and together and then just shoved it in his basement. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> That sounds, sounds weird. Yeah, yeah that's that so fun. <laughs> sounds, of course you would say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds odd, actually, in hindsight. Yeah, just yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, what, what would be great, I was thinking about it when we were doing it, like if Steve were my neighbor as well, mm-hmm. like lived in our subdivision, I would have called him up too. Hey, Steve, I need your help real quick. Come on over here. We're going to help Norm, Norm move wood. And I wondered, I wonder if Steve would actually do it. Heck Yeah. You would, would. You? I'd move some wood. Yeah. Especially to get some away time from kids. There I mean, it that's is. the main point. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going with the kids, man? They're kind of under the weather, Trevor. Yeah, they got a little bit of a cold. They got the daycare crud after going back to daycare for the first time in a long time, but mm-hmm. they're fine. Just runny noses and whatnot. Is this going to tie in with your daddy tips today? Uh, it's uh, probably about half my daddy tips. Oh, it's really? With runny noses uh, and daycare sickness. If your kids get me sick again, if this new one. I don't want to hate Izzy as much as I hated Charlotte at the, that year. She got me sick every week. <laughs> like, Charlotte is, without a shadow of a doubt, an adorable baby. But every other week, I was sick from that kid for a full year. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Well, stop making out with Steve. Yeah. I know, right? 
And it, it's, that's the weird thing is he's in the isolation chamber, and you know Connie and I were over here, and Connie never got it. No, she didn't. Yeah. That's because Connie would leave before you guys would do yeah. your thing. Like, Get over here. <laughs> Connie was Cutie. doing Give me a hug. Connie wouldn't want to, didn't want to be in a room with either one of us, yeah. so she was down the hall in <laughs> her private studio. Uh, how are you doing today, Christine? You you both slept in today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks for that. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm really tired, which is weird because I didn't do anything yet. Well, I yeah, did didn't. hot yoga. Yeah, yesterday afternoon or yesterday you did the hot yoga. Yeah, I yeah. I did, and and then I showered, and then I did nothing. That I literally did nothing. I watched a documentary. I finished Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Yeah. I watched America's Got Talent. You so I a did lot a lot of TV. I, I did. I did. Okay. I've never, I've never met someone, and I don't know why you do this, and it's unintentional, I'm sure. But she tells us when she showers. I mean, it's a rare event. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, is that it? Or is it like, I know, and I know off the air, you and I were talking about this the other day. I'm like, well, good for you way to shower. You're like, Fish, you don't understand. There's a lot involved in showering after hot yoga versus a normal day. Yeah. Is it because you're, you're not shampooing your hair every time? Yeah. I mean, if I'm, like, because I'm dripping in Because you're sweat. hairy. And when I say hairy, I mean the top of your head. Like, yeah, you're like, thick. I have a lot of thick hair. Um, imagine when it was, like, up to my butt. That was insane. Uh, <laughs> it was up to your up butt. Up to your butt? Where was it growing from? Your feet? <laughs> your, yeah. No, my hair was like... Down to your butt. Down to my butt. Sorry. Thank you. No, 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 no. It was up to her butt. Steve. Fish. So, you, you, you got two kids in your life right now. I do. Yeah. Uh, probably done. Definitely done. Okay, no. so he's on the fence. There might be more. No more. Uh, there is, of course, the beautiful and talented Charlotte... <laughs> and so the uh, hi, Daddy Izzy. <laughs> so there's those two really cute kids. Might have made a little bit of a boo boo. Go on. So there's a dude named Mac. Now Mac is from the Philippines. I'm sorry. Sister with a brain named Mac. A woman that goes by Mac sometimes confuses me. She's from the uh, Philippines. Mac is clearly short for something, but she goes by Mac. Mm -hmm. She just had a baby. Her birth name is Macaroni85. What? Hmm. Her sister's legal name was born three years later is Spaghetti88. Hmm. So Mac's family is known for having weird names. And yeah. this is why I think Steve might have made a mistake. Pasta. No, there's you don't even guess yet. Uh, Max family is known for making mistake or weird names, and this is where I think uh, Steve might have made, made a mistake, because she has something in common with Steve. Mac is a web developer. Mac loves. Oh, Mac is a guy. Is girl or guy? Come on with the story. Uh, Mac loves his job. So Mac named his baby. After something that he's passionate about. Hmm. What do you think the baby name is? Now, now you can guess, Christine. Mac is a web developer. And he has spaghetti and... Yeah, spaghetti and macaroni don't matter. Oh. Web developer. Focus there. Huh. Steve, what do you think? Website 69 is the kid's name. Well, they always put the year at the end, right? So, but yeah, I mean, not I'm, with his kid, but still. Yeah. I'm going to say Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? Good name. Good guess. 
You really or dot com. Let's let's do dot com. <laughs> Kid's name is hypertext. Middle name markup. Last name language. Oh hmm. my god. What does that stand for, Steve? HTML. Bingo. <laughs> Just name the kid HTML. You made a mistake. No, I didn't. This you could have done that. <laughs> I'm sorry, hyper. Hypertext <laughs> mark HTML Bonner would Why? be a brilliant. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing about Especially that. Especially if you had the same mistake that happened to you in school to one of your kids. What? With the last name. Oh. <laughs> so they forget to put the Hyper Boner? Nope. I was, gonna, <laughs> the hyper I was actually going to not put the, uh, I was just going to say, say the last name without the H. Just try not to say Boner on the air, Christine. Hey, you just did it. Yeah, quit being no, a Boner. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm the only Boner. Yeah, Steve can technically be the boner, only boner, one that boner, says boner, it. Boner. Nope, nope, we're nope. done. Okay. 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 Today's text question of the day, kind of interesting. Now, we put a little spin on it. Because uh, I didn't want it to go down the rabbit hole of negativity, right? If you met your parents before you were born, so you could try and could time travel, what fun advice, fun advice, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? The reason we put the word fun in there is because we could have gone down a rabbit hole of negativity with, you know, there's some bad parents out there. It didn't stop some people. Of course it didn't. <laughs> and that's what we saw via our uh, social, social media, media and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it, it, it didn't. We want fun. Uh, it, it's There's no need to... It's just, yeah, I know there are crappy parents, and I'm sorry if you had them. I was very blessed. Steve was very blessed. Mm -hmm. From what I've gathered with Christine, she was pretty blessed. <laughs> so, yes, uh, she was. Yeah, yeah, that was like one of the first times ever you didn't correct me. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what fun advice, Christine, if you met your parents before you were born, what what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Um, I put, put me in hip-hop class like I asked, hip-hop dance class. I remember asking all the time, and I don't think my mom understood what I was asking. <laughs> so Why? Because... Is it, I, I, it, I don't know. I was so young. and Your mom was born here, right? No, neither of my parents were born here. Where were they born? They were born in Iraq. So I don't under I don't know if she like understood what I was asking, but definitely put, put me in hip-hop dance class. Don't let me give up the violin. And calm down sometimes. That's specifically to my dad. <laughs> wow. My dad okay. took a lot of things seriously and like just over-worried. And it's like, calm down. So question real quick. Hmm. If you met your parents before you were born, what one piece of fun advice would you give them on raising you? Mm. I don't know. It's a toss up between the two. <laughs> no, there's there's three actually: hip hop yeah. class, violin, and calm down. Yep. No, but pick one. Mm, the first one. Hip hop that, class is yeah. more important than calming down. Interesting. Interesting psychology stuff. <laughs> I mean, she could have been a backup dancer. Yeah, not right. anymore. <laughs> I think in her brain she was going to be a backup dancer. Yeah, 90s backup dancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been sweet. <laughs> Steve, uh, what fun advice would you give your parents uh, on raising you? What would that would it be if you could time travel back in time? Mine would be buy me all the toys that I ask for. <laughs> and that's simply because oh, there are no, several different comes. toys. Yeah, I know. Here this it comes. is one of them. But but there's other ones too. So like I wanted this uh, magic card back in the day that was like close to two hundred dollars. They wouldn't buy it for me. He wouldn't buy it for me. It's worth like a hundred grand now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then also I wanted this Lego back in the day that even opened and missing pieces now would be worth 
thousands of dollars but they told me no because it was two hundred dollars mom and dad wasted money on stupid toys they did they listened to steve they could have all hit thousands we would have all been retired by now nope i think that you at least would have had a home (laughs) yeah that's what you need to do that's what i would do i'd call my parents up and i'd be like i'd be like all right so this lego set's worth this that i asked for and you know i would have kept it Mm -hmm. and i could have sold it and then this is worth this so the total is worth let's say hundred fifty thousand dollars so what i'm saying here mom and dad really is my family my poor this is steve talking to his parents in my head my poor, 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 sweet family <laughs> could live in a home right now and have a mortgage and a future that we could possibly sell in the future to pay for the college of our babies. Mm-hmm. But because of your poor judgment, yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> nope. I think that's brilliant. I think you should do that live on the air. You should. I don't think that's a good idea. I think you probably already did it because your parents are always listening on the app, which is a free download. It is. Well, your mother more specifically, your dad doesn't care as much. No, he doesn't. If you met your parents before you were born, today's text question of the day, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? It's interesting, and one of the reasons I went down this, I wanted to put the word fun in today's text question of the day, is because instinctively I was like, make me eat a salad, get me to work out, that type of crap, right? But really, really, what fun advice would I, I would say, be more supportive, specifically to my father, be more supportive about my choice of career, even though it has nothing to do with my college degree. That's this. So when I was in it, like, there was a point where Connie, who we lost Connie of Connie and Fish earlier this year, uh, where Connie and I were unemployed and we were looking for work in radio. And uh, it was uh, it was when we were at a station in West Michigan called the Whamp, and uh, we the the guy stole millions of dollars and blah 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 with us still owes us well, you know Connie's not gonna ever get the money and I don't think I will anyway either but owes us like over well over ten grand, owes us thousands of dollars and whatever, and we were in this unemployed point. My father was like, okay, you're done, like you've been trying this game off and on for a couple of years now yeah. this radio thing. You got a college degree in business from Central Michigan University. Go get a job in your degree. And I was like, you know what? Following dream, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, you're getting fatter, which was true. We were (laughs) very fat. He actually didn't say anything about the weight ever because he struggles as well. So uh, years, years later, I would then, Connie and I would turn it around. We would go to Mississippi. We would end up in Madtown. And we uh, would make it into a more lucrative successful career where we could live comfortably yeah and we had now officially about it took us about two or three me about two or three years to pay off my debt that i occurred on credit card and whatnot during the unemployment because i didn't take unemployment right away because i felt guilty stupid anyway my father called me up and apologized and told me he loved you he loved me which completely threw me off the the chain yeah (laughs) so my father ooh, fish just want you to know Years ago, I was mad at you, and I told you to get out of Ray. I was wrong, and you took a gamble and believed in yourself, and I'm sorry, and I I just want you to know I love you. That was really nice Aww. of him. It was weird. It was weird. I it's, still haven't gotten that uh, from yeah. my dad. And this is what another thing Christine and I literally have in common, other than the fact that I look a little bit more like my parents are Iraqi than she does. <laughs> right. 100%. Yeah, other than that, no, uh, I'm a ginger and you're clearly not. But 
uh, we have so much in common this way, but my father called me to, and I waited about an hour and a half and I called Connie and I said, listen to this. And she was like, oh, that's weird. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. And then I called my mother and I said, and she was like, Fish, what's up, love? I'm like, are you around dad right now? And she's like, no. I'm like, I think, is he dying? You guys never tell me when you're sick. <laughs> like, my mom had uh, a breast cancer type thing happen and they didn't tell me until it was done. Yeah. Like, till she was fine. I'm like, is he dying? Because why is he doing that? What's going on with yeah. him? What's going on? No, he's just been introspective, love. It's okay. I'm like, mom, he's dying. Yeah. It's like, if he's dying, it's not possible that he's dying. Because last night he rocked my world. Uh, uh, TMI, mom. No, you think I'm kidding. Steve, yeah, no, that's legit. you've heard my audio of my mother on the mm-hmm. air. Yeah, oh, she's naughty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, hey, mom's got to take a nap. She's exhausted. Her parts are killing her. Hey, they're... That's what she called her feet. So obvious mm-hmm. where you get your humor from, Fish. My dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah, all right, your yeah. dad. <laughs> Today, we have uh, something like we call the text question of the day, Christine. That's going to happen in about two hours from right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? It's kind of a, a little fun question rather than, you know, like, hey, how about you show up or you're there for five minutes, dad, or whatever it might be. I mean, just a little bit of a fun Text question of the day today. Hey, uh, we got our friend Ira on the phone with us right now. Ira, good morning. How good are you? Good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. Good, good morning, morning, Ira. Ira, I have a question for you. Okay, so you live in the Bronx, right? Yes. Okay, so if I ask you... A... I'm doing weather from the 21st floor. Wow. That's pretty nice. 21st floor complex. And I'm facing... Bay Plaza. All right, all right. Oh, I like that. Okay, you're facing the Bay Plaza. So here, here's what we're going to do, Ira. We're going to make this into a little segment here right now. Hold on. We're going to stop the weather for a second. We're going to try something here. Hold on. Now, let's go to the news desk right now. Uh, good friend of the show, Ira, on the 24th floor of the Bay Plaza. We're talking about New York City right now. Ira, have you ever heard of something called the School of the Future in New York City? School of the future, yes, I did. Okay, so Stacy have to go to school. In the future. <laughs> You're saying like but you've heard of that, that that school is it a big deal in New York? Yes it is. Okay, well Stacy Goldstein is the head of the public school called School of the Future, right? And she's getting in trouble because she tried to end the school year a week early by making all the students do the last week of school virtually from home. Because no she good. To say, they, have, they have to go to school. They have to go. Okay, so you're saying leave them in school. Leave them in school till the end. Okay, until... I think this week is the last week of school. Okay, so if, I, if this week, Ira, of course, our friend in New York City here, if this week is the last week of school, which is what it looks like it is, and they apparently they were... They, essentially, she said this was and just... And a lot of kids... A lot of these kids are graduating. I wish uh, loads of kids yesterday good luck. <laughs> On graduating? Do you just, well, like, you didn't just stand outside the school and tell them good luck, did you? No, no, I did not. Okay, because you're going to get a ticket for that, Ira. You can get in trouble <laughs> yeah, for that. <laughs> no. That's naughty. That's naughty. Because Ira, by the way, uh, our New York correspondent here mm-hmm. is 77 trombones old. And last night, instead of going to Yonkers Racetrack, okay, I went to Election Night Headquarters. Election Night uh, Headquarters. Where's that? Uh, 
um, it was at the brewery on Gun Hill Road. So you went to a brewery. Okay. So, Ira, did you, uh, were you doing election stuff? Were you doing official? Well, I wanted to see who got in. And this one person, the party that I went to yeah. last night, she came in third. She came in third, right? Now, so wait, is election... Wait a minute. It's called election night headquarters. Is, is that a strip club? No, no, no. It, it isn't called election night. Well, I... Maybe. I got the results. Yeah, you got the results. <laughs> he stumbled <laughs> over the, his words. I now. feel like that's it's called election night headquarters. She he wanted this well, girl to win. It's it like was, election night headquarters because it's amateur uh, night. They had a TV and they had the the news cameras and everything. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> so what was the girl's what? name that you wanted to win? Was it Candy Cane? No, Nathalia Fernandez. Sally, Sally Fernandez. No, Nathalia. 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 That's a good stripper name. Yes. Yeah. She's a very, very nice person. Is she? Is she? Want, oh, yeah. I wanted her to win. Now, did you have singles with you when you were at this place or no? Oh, they were a lot of single people. Yeah. <laughs> no. All, no. Right. All right, Ira, go ahead. Give us the weather, man. How are we looking? Okay, precipitation, 44%. Humidity is very, very sticky at 81%. And the wind is six miles per hour. Right now, you've got 54 degrees under cloudy skies. It's going to rain. 73 degrees. You heard it on Mix 95.7 with fish. Christine. Ira. Steve. Steve. The weatherman. Oh, you forgot, you forgot Steve. Steve again. I said Steve. Okay, right. I don't think He's yelling at us. We're getting in trouble. Thanks, Ira. Have a great Aww. day, man. Christine, we're about to dial. We're about to learn stuff. So I need to know today where are we learning stuff from? From face wash. What? From face wash. We wash your like, face, man. Wash your face. Learning it, things from face wash. Yup. You wake up in the morning, you splash or you wash your face and you put that face wash on and you're. Is there good a specific brand in mind? Mm, yeah, Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees? Isn't mm-hmm. that, I thought that was a chapstick. They have everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. They do. All right. So we're learning today from face wash specifically Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees. Cucumber. I learned something today. <laughs> Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you learn? learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come to you in all forms and facets. And it could start at a cucumber plant in <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota. Someone grows it on their porch and they send it to their friend, Bert, who happens to have a beehive in his home. <laughs> wow. Bert combines them all into something we call face wash. Thus providing you with Bert's Bees Cucumber Face Wash. You go to the store, you see it on the shelf, you purchase it, you take it home. You're in dire need of knowledge and you splash the face wash. You rub it actually in small circles on your skin. And you're about to splash the water on the wash that is on your skin. But you have clumped up some of the wash by mistake near your eye socket. (laughs) The face wash gets splashed by water 
drips down towards your tongue, falls in your mouth, goes down your throat, does a 180-degree turn, and the cucumber-flavored face wash goes past your eye socket to your brain and provides you with knowledge. Hmm. I think my favorite was the cucumber that was grown in someone's backyard yeah, in right? Minneapolis. It happens, man. It happens. It happens. His name's Rudy. It happens. All right. North Korea bought 1,000 Volvos in 1974 that are still being driven around. Wow. Uh, they still, by the way, have not paid for them. <laughs> the total amount they now owe in it with interest is $400 million. Wow. Yeah. They owe $400 million on the... 1,000 Volvos they bought in wow. 1974. The Dark Knight, the movie that was the first Batman movie that didn't use the word Batman in the title. Huh. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. Hot water freezes faster than cold water. It's called the Mimbaba effect. It's actually m bem m pem boo yeah. The theory behind it is that molecules in hot water are more stretched out, like my pants, which allow oh, them to release pants. Yeah, which allow them to release energy, release energy faster and freeze quicker. Wait, so your pants release energy quickly? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Unfortunately, too quickly. Uh, the 1974 movie The Great Gatsby and the 2013 movie The Great Gatsby both won the Oscar for Best Costume Design. Oh. And finally, let's jump into the Pac-Man. Do you know that Pac-Man made $3.5 billion in revenue as an arcade game? I did. Did you know that? Not the exact number, but I knew it made billions. Yeah. It's in my basement. Well, Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Which I believe would be part of the Pac-Man. No. Th- this is actually just about Pac-Man. So. Just about the Pac-Man, the Yeah, original. $3.5 billion. So, if you adjust for inflation, do you know how much that would be now? Oh, my gosh. How much? $7.7 billion. Ooh. Wow. That makes Pac-Man the highest grossing arcade game of all time. Wow. Just ahead of Space Invaders. And I know how you love Mortal Kombat, Christine. Mm-hmm. It's not on there. Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. that's such yeah. a good one. I, I know. I figured you'd love that. Street Fighter 2 is fun, but all I also wanted to mess with you about Mortal Kombat. Let's ditch this popsicle stand and go play games at an arcade. Right? Or we can finish our job. Yeah. I just want a popsicle now. Yeah, I know, right? I just want to stand. <laughs> right? With my stretch pants. <laughs> we have a great, what I think, uh, text question of the day today. If you met your parents, you were like a time traveler, and you met your parents before you were born, what is fun advice, fun, F-U-N, fun advice you would give them on raising you? For example, earlier, Christine was like, here's some fun advice. Send me to hip-hop class when I want to go to hip-hop class. Mm-hmm. Steve, you said buy me all the toys I want. Yeah. Because some of my toys could have made money. Yeah. And uh, my mine kind of shuffles around a little bit, too, though. The other thing I would say is have more, do more fun trips with the family. Like, my father was always afraid of flying. He's flown a little bit more. He's terrified of heights. I'm a little bit afraid of heights. I'm, I'm afraid of heights. He's terrified of them. Mm-hmm. And he was always afraid of flying. But I wish we could have gone to England more when I was older. Yeah. When once when I was in sixth grade and very fortunate. We didn't have a lot of money. So it, obviously it took a long time to save up the money. And it was cool, but I wish I could have gone again. Yeah. I wish they would have traveled more with us. Or just let me travel. Like, they could send me to England and leave. They could stay home for all I'm I I'm really surprised you haven't gone as an adult. I, I have. Oh, when, when, when did you last go? It's, uh, I've, 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 maybe you don't remember the story because you block off a lot of stuff about us. But remember I told you that's Alicia's favorite moment in her life? Yeah. Was when we went to England. No. So uh, we go to England, uh, Alicia and I, uh, I don't know, four years ago or something like that. 
And uh, Steve, we uh, go to Hampton Court Palace. Yes, you do. Tower of England, right? Or nope. Tower of London. The Hampton Court Palace. Yeah, but isn't the Tower of London in that whole area? I don't think so. Okay, I'm wrong. Yeah, it was, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's uh, the dude. We went to the place with the. Uh, Henry VIII lived a lot of times. Yeah. The Tudors. Mm-hmm. Right? And we go up to the front of Hampton Court Palace, Christine, and, and Alicia says, starts crying. She's obsessed with history yeah. and British history. My mother used to love it. Uh, anyway, she starts crying. Because she and was I'm so like, overwhelmed with the, being in that moment. I'm like, oh, my God. Makes what's, sense. What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you going to be okay? And she's like, yeah. She's like, this is the greatest moment of my life. How did that make you feel? (laughs) I looked at her, I paused, and I went, well, this is brilliant. Uh, And I'm like, well, the greatest moment of my life was the day I married you, but good for you. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, it wasn't really anymore now. So I'm going to change the greatest moment of my life, and I'll get back to on mine. But yeah, uh, but she has uh, to thank you because if she didn't marry you, she wouldn't have had that happiest moment in her life in yeah. that very moment in England. She would have married one of those super rich guys and probably would have had a happier moment because it would have been on a private jet. <laughs> right? Oh, this just took a sad turn. All right. <laughs> if you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Maybe it gets you to England in the future. I don't know, wherever you want to go. Maybe Italy. That's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Text in or message via the app. It's today's text question of the day. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, doctor. No. No. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, I'm going to do that in a second. Aww. Aww. <laughs> First, we have to talk about uh, the new Guinness Book of World Records. This is going to be harder than I first thought. he stacked yeah will uh cut bill is his name he's 23 he just set a guinness record for stacking m&ms five that seems like one of those records that you could just beat like if you tried hard you enough. should i i, I wish we had m&ms i really want to try this do you, do you remember earlier when i said i wish we had a uh, vending machine in here yes yeah that's, that's why. why yeah i have m&ms at home i use them to bribe children Nice. <laughs> maybe I'll try later. Can you bring in a bag of M&Ms, yeah. maybe? Yeah, I'll bring in 18 M&Ms so each can, of us can try with six. I would love to try this. Can you bring in a, 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 a 23 M&Ms? No. Oh. You can't oh. eat any. <laughs> I really want to do that. I really want to eat them. So they were just normal M&Ms, not yeah. like the peanut or no. the pretzel? or no. just M&Ms. Mm. They, were, they were flat M&Ms. He smushed him first. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> easy enough. Only got five. Like, really, bro? Okay, are you ready for... No. Naughty the old, Doctor? The old sad trombone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 doctor. <laughs> doctor lives in Tampa. God, I hope this happened to my brother. He lives in Tampa. No, there's no way. Okay. So, Steve. Yes. You ever going to get a vasectomy? I know you don't have one because I offered to uh, pay for it if you did it on the air. Yeah, you did offer that. Uh, I, I plan on it at some point, yeah. Just doing it on the air? Way. No, the, not after on... the third child. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You going to do it on the air, you said? No, I will not. Is that a verbal commitment of yes? 
No. I feel like it's that opposite was a yes. day. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> well, this doctor in Tampa wasn't doing a vasectomy, but he was doing an operation and he's going to have to remove. Piece of skin? No, a testicle. I was oh. trying to think of another way to say it, but that's the that's the appropriate way to say yes, it. Yes, it is. That's the medical way. So the doctor is going to actually have to remove a man's left testicle. Ah, uh, nuts. And uh, <laughs> what happened was something else. Uh-oh. That leads us into a game show. Christine, mm-hmm. I'll let you guess first because what happens is I let Steve guess first. Steve is right. Then you say, I was totally going to say that, and I can't prove that you weren't. So <laughs> a doctor acts is, is going to go in. He's going to do a surgery, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to remove. Now, remember, sometimes like the next thing you wake up and you have no arm. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to remove a left testicle from a man. Ah, okay. uh, nuts. <laughs> What did the doctor do? I, I, my f- first thing that came to mind. Nope, nope, nope. Stop. You get one guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. This is the first thing that came to my mind. Um, he removed both of them. He removed both of them. Okay. So you think it's sticking to that body part? Yeah. Well, now that you say that, I want to change my answer. Please okay. don't tell me he accidentally removed the other thing. The other thing? Yeah. Is that your answer? Yes. Is that locked in? It's locked in. All right, locking in. Steve. Fish. Guy was supposed to remove a left. You know what? Yes. I will get. Ah, next. Okay. I will guess that it was written poorly or something, and he removed the dude's tonsil. I'll go with tonsil. Tonsillectomy. Yes. Are instead you... of a testicleectomy. <laughs> okay. is, is that the official I term? No. I, I actually, I think that is the term. Uh, next. Yep, that is the term. Okay, uh, so you're going with tonsils over the left one. Yes, I am. And you're going with. Yes. All right. The main, the Steve, main event. Lock the main it in. event. That's what Christine You're gonna lock says. it in, Steve. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Good joke. You're both wrong. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're both. You're both wrong. Uh, this was a little easier than you than, than you thought. So the doctor goes in, and he's gonna remove the uh, left one. Mm-hmm. But he messed up. Uh oh. So here's what happens. Imagine, Christine, that you're a dude and okay. I'm a doctor. Let's just make it easier. You be the doctor, I'll be the dude. Okay. I'm laying on a table, okay? And you're facing me. Okay. Now, my left one is on my left. Okay. That would make sense. Right? <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, you would think. You're the doctor, though. Here's what the doctor did. You're facing me, and on the piece of paper, it says remove the left one, Right? Oh, he did it from his, uh, his point of view and Bingo. removed the wrong one. Aww. Yeah, man. That is terrible. Oh, that is terrible. because no, now he has to go back and remove the other one, and then the guy... Uh, not, no, not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's only the main event left in the okay. <laughs> words of Christine. Steve is way obsessed with that. <laughs> Steve, let's talk about you. You got sick kids at home. We do a thing called Daddy Tips. Is that what we're looking at today? 
Yeah, so the kids got the uh, the daycare crud, as we like to call it, which is just like a cold or whatever, but they got the runny noses, so I got some tips about that stuff. Hamburger, let's do it. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy, and I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is for all the parents who are about to send their kid to daycare for the first time. Get ready for some random sickness. I sick daddy. Charlotte and Izzy have just started daycare again last week, and they already have runny noses. Sick too, daddy. It's nothing serious, but it didn't even take a week for them to catch a cold. We affectionately refer to it as daycare crud. <laughs> So be ready for your kids to get sick, but it's okay because this will just build up your kids' immunity for when they eventually go to school. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And the next daddy tip is for when your kids get that runny nose for the first time. Forget those bulb syringes because the best way to clear your kiddo's nose passage is sucking it out with your mouth. Suck a sock. Okay, not actually with your mouth, but with something called the nose Frida. It's like a straw with a filter that lets you suck the snot right out of your kid's head. Ew, sock. It's seriously the best way to clear your kid's nose. It's called the Nose Frida, and you can pick it up at most major stores. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And the final day tip is for parents of toddlers. Just know that toddlers spill everything always. Sorry, daddy. Charlotte is finally to the point where she likes to use the normal glasses instead of a sippy cup, and we learned quickly that she will spill her glass almost 100% of the time if she's not sitting at the table. And now that I think about it, even once she's at the table, she'll most likely spill it there, too. Uh-oh. And don't even think about giving them a bowl of food on the couch, because guess what? It'll get spilled. So just relax and don't cry over spilled milk, because it will happen quite often. Don't cry over spilled milk. I'm Steve, and I'm a... Daddy! And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. My wife told me to put ketchup on the shopping list. Now I can't read anything. Yeah, because I just poured ketchup on my shopping That's list. Steven. He's new. <laughs> Hopefully these tips weren't really baddy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby. That was a great one. I was a terrible joke. But my yeah, I wasn't one. a fan of the joke. Favorite daddy tip. What was that? I love Izzy it. Izzy sneeze right in the face. Ah, oh, this is an Izzy sneeze. Steve's uh, kids. Uh, what is she, like four now? Yeah, she's 14. All right. Yeah. Oh. I, I could just, I hear a bunch of baby boogers just. Coming out. Yeah. all over the place. <laughs> Let's dig deep into the Izzy sneeze. That's right. We shall now really tear apart her sneeze. Izzy's moving up to the microphone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like a shotgun blast. I can't, it does. I can't, yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it does work. <laughs> I counted Christine 14 baby snorts in there. 14. Let's have you count real quick. What do you think? Four. I think it's 14. Steve, how many baby snots uh, does a baby make? It's just all clear liquid. There's no actual boogers in it. Oh, well, It's more of just like a big spray. Dumb. Ew. Like a hose. It's funny, though, because sometimes she'll sneeze and a bunch will come out, and then she'll breathe, and it'll make huge it just snot up. bubbles. Why would you pop it? Because it's fun. It's a bubble. No, I don't. I, I get a, I get a Kleenex and I wipe her nose. But That's, after you pop it. You should pop no. it with your mouth, Christine. You yeah, should go to Steve's house and pop it with pop your it mouth. Pop it with your tongue. Ew. <laughs> Britney Spears. Let's talk about her a little bit. So, virtually today, Britney Spears is going to appear in a hearing about her 
and all of her money. All the people look at me like I'm a little girl. Well, did you ever think it'd be okay for me to step into this world? So apparently her dad, Jamie Spears, thinks you're a little girl and it's not good for you to step into this world. Uh, apparently, Britney Spears, worth $60 million, uh, is going to have the uh, Totally converse- thought she'd be worth more. Yeah, you'd think so, but she'll be fine. We don't need to do like no. a GoFundMe. <laughs> poor, poor Britney. Yeah, poor, poor, sweet Britney. Uh, she gets a weekly allowance from her estate mm-hmm. of $2,000. Now, I want you to understand, she's worth $60 million. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, poor Britney, just 2000 a week. Tax-free right there, obviously. How do you live, you know? But she is worth $60 million, apparently, with her conservatorship that her dad runs. Uh, It tells her who she can be friends with, regulates all her personal decisions down to the color of her kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Uh, She said the consequences for disobeying daddy are, quote, very harsh. So you read that and you go, okay, this is weird. A court investigator spoke to Brittany in 2016, said she's sick of being taken advantage of, and uh, she said she is the one working and earning the money, but everyone around her is on her payroll. Valid argument. Weird. She's an adult. Like, it's very weird. Uh, Brittany's going to speak virtually at this hearing today. It's not clear what she's going to say. I, have, you, know, you have kind of an idea. Probably that stuff. Uh, Jamie's attorney said that if Brittany wanted out, though... Now, this is the thing that makes me change the way I look at this Britney Spears thing because I think people really love to go team Britney and all that and I get it but apparently according to her dad's attorney if she wanted out of it she could petition the court anytime over the past 13 years to end the conservatorship which means she has not done that yet actually she has that's what the recent article from New York Times has has shown she quietly has for years been trying to get this conservatorship knocked out however Jamie's attorney is saying she hasn't. So if he's saying that, he's an attorney, why is he saying that? So maybe the New York Times isn't, maybe her version of quietly doing it is not an actual petition. I don't know. Here's the interesting thing, though, okay, that I found fascinating about this. Britney's attorneys have said, Mm -hmm. suggested, suggested, not said, because it's like alleged, right? Right. Britney's attorneys, Britney Spears, uh, she's doing a hearing today, have suggested over the years that she is afraid to go against her dad. That is where my brain starts going, huh? Well, why is she afraid to go against her dad? Because he clearly has a hold on her. Well, she could petition the court to get out of it over the past 13 years. Hasn't, if Jamie's attorneys are saying it. Maybe, like, there's some people saying she has some, maybe his attorneys are lying, I don't know. But from if it's an attorney saying it, I'm going to assume that it's accurate because it's an attorney, right? I know. Call me crazy. Put me in front of Steve's baby who's sick and get her to sneeze on me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, she's afraid to go against him. What's he going to do? She lives with security guards, man, blah, blah, blah. That means she's mentally afraid to go against her dad. Well, mental manipulation is a, is a real thing. So but I, she- I, I just... This angers me so much because she, at the end of the day, she's a grown woman and her dad needs to get out of the picture completely. I think, I think there's more to this case. I think there's I more think to this case. I think there's more to this than 
any of us will ever know. I think there's more against Britney than for Britney Spears. I, I, I really I, do. I'm all about the free Britney movement. She is a grown woman with grown children, and the fact that her dad, who we, like, this is, in my opinion, it's all about control, not even necessarily about money. It's all about control. And the fact that he thinks he has a right to control his grown daughters. She's a parent. Now. Like, come on, her kitchen cabinets? Now. This is ridiculous. He, She needs to be free of all of this. But we don't know the story. No, you that's don't what know I said, none of us. You've never sat down with her dad for four or five hours and talked to him before? Fish, just because you had a four-hour conversation <laughs> doesn't make him a good dude. No, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm just saying he could be a bad dude. But I actually, Connie and I, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer lived near him at one point he was a member of the clique of six and reached out to us and we sat down with him and he was glowing and he was wonderful and he was a nice man and I, this was many years ago but i'm just saying it britney spears could have petitioned the court to get out of it according to the attorneys hasn't but that's according to his attorney. Yeah, well, the New York Times isn't going to be as accurate as an attorney. Attorney's well, not going to say something. Well, I mean, but attorney something. is going to represent their client. It's just They're the same as attorneys representing their. But the but the but the uh, attorney isn't speaking to a judge when he said that. If if the attorney if there is a court document in the system, an attorney's not going to say, no, it's not true. It's not there. Didn't happen. It, it's there. I can't wait to see how all of this plays out. I don't know. I I mean because. Like I said, this I I don't have access to the New York Times, but just from the accurate. little bit that I read yesterday, they pulled these 2016 court documents, and they they say that that she has been trying to fight this. So I just hope today she completely gets out of the control of her dad. I don't think she's completely. Gonna. I think there's something weirder going on here. Why is she afraid to go against him? What proof does he have? Ah, this is like. <laughs> What I want to see the movie. Like, what is it that she's afraid of? You know what I mean? I think it's mental manipulation he's done to her over all these years. Or to maybe be mentally, she's not capable. Because of her dad. No. Because he maybe has she's mentally just manipulated her. Maybe she's just not capable, Christine. Britney I don't Spears. know. You don't. We don't know her. No, that's the thing. None of us. None of us really have sat down with know. her dad for four hours. Oh wait, oh, one of yeah. us has. <laughs> Back one to of us has. I'm just saying. It's, it's possible. He's in the okay. right. I'm just saying. It's possible. But who knows? We'll find out. We will. I hope she's mentally stable and okay and she gets her money. But we'll see. I'm probably right. <laughs> we have a tax question of the day coming up here, Christine. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? The fun stuff, if you could, please, if you don't mind, go ahead and uh, text in. We have somebody on the phone right now for what we call a rando texto. OMG. Texto messageo via Apo or Carlo on phono. Hello, Anonymous. How are you today? Good. How are you? We are very well. We're having a little bit of phone difficulties, loose wiring or whatever's going on. So your voice may go in and out. I know you didn't need the voice changer, but for some reason you're on it. Uh, and then it'll go off it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Really weird. So anyway, Anonymous, what is going on right now that you need us to help you with? So my husband and I recently celebrated our two-year anniversary. Um, we are anonymous. Of three children. Anonymous, I got to yes. get you to stop. I'm sorry. This is so bad. We're going to have to fix this. <laughs> I oh, think wait. it's working now. Okay. Say hi. Hi. 
Okay. It's working. Anonymous, we're going to test yes. this off the air here real quick. We've got her. Okay. So far, here's what we know. She's married and something about an anniversary. Okay. <laughs> Anonymous, we'll get to you next. Rando texto time on. Rando texto message via Apo free download in the Apo store. Anonymous is on the phone. Share your story with us, my dear. Okay, so my husband and I recently celebrated our anniversary, um, and before that, my mom had offered to watch our three kiddos for us. Um, ended up last minute, last minute bailing on us. Oh. Um, said that she was yeah. Said that she was. So exhausted and needed a break from kids. She works at a daycare. Oh, um, okay. And I guess my husband had a surprise trip for us to go to Chicago. Oh, wow. And because I, yeah, I've never been there, and he knows I really want to go there. Um, but overall, for the past 29 years of my life, I feel like she's consistently lying to me. And I just, I don't know if it's something where I've tried talking to her about it, and she doesn't seem to comprehend that it's not okay to lie and why she just couldn't have told me straight up why she can't watch the kids or it was like a last minute bail. And so it just really frustrated me. So I just didn't know what to do. Okay. Uh, Anonymous, I'm going to tell you something. First off, thank you for uh, having faith in us to do it. I have all the answers to your problems coming up here in a second. But before we get to that, I mean, this is, this is, no, actually I have a bunch of questions for you. Uh, and typically we would have time constraints. However, that being said, we're going to say, we're just going to kind of say, screw it to some of the stuff on the show right now and really <laughs> focus on you because you deserve it. Steve, what oh, do you think you. in this situation? I mean, this is a tough one. This one sounds like it's one of the crappier lies that she's told. And so this one, I mean, I think you should definitely call her out on it. Uh, I don't know about how to go about necessarily having a conversation about consistently lying with her. So, yeah, that's the hard part. Like, yeah. you've always lied. Now, first off, think about how spoiled some of us are. She's never been to Chicago. It's a little over a couple hours away, you know, but she's never been to Chicago. So Anonymous is all excited. Her husband's going to take her on a, su- a surprise trip for the second anniversary. Did your mom know that this was happening? I bet you she that did. That I don't know. That I don't know. Um she When did. she did end up, yeah, when she did end up bailing, I, I told my, obviously, I told my husband and, and the only thing he said to me was, well, it looks like I got to cancel our hotel reservations. And Why I'm like, can't you get what? someone else to watch the kids? Like, do you have any other family members or friends or someone you can t- not, trust? Not really. Um, we hit my husband's, my mother-in-law, we go to as like a backup. And my mom also lives on the other side of the state. And so she doesn't see her grandkids as much got as it. my yeah. mother-in-law does. And so when she, I mean, and we asked her like a month ahead of time, hey, can you do this for us? And let's, yeah, of course. Super I selfish of let's her, in really, my opinion. I want to just completely yeah. focus on your mother here. Like, uh, I don't I don't care if a daycare place offered you free daycare right now. Like, that'd be great if they did. Or like so a friend of yours stepped up right now. I want to focus mm-hmm. on the fact that your mother's been lying to you for years. You don't know how to approach her with this. Your mother's uh, childhood, I'm guessing was very, without getting into too many details, was very unique. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, Yeah. she had a very, uh, either the parents were divorced or abuse or something in there, neglect, all of it, right? Okay. Uh, I see, I'm telling you, 
It's not that I'm psychic. Yeah. I have all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the answers. Uh, beyond that, your uh, your husband's parents much more um, stable childhood probably than your mother's. Let's say. I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Not like the bat. Not like awesomely more stable. But if it was right, a competition, right. your husband would win. Yeah. Of okay. Course. <laughs> okay. Because your husband's parents already would have stepped in. Like my mother, uh, if she were still alive would probably be reaching out to me to watch your kids right now. Like that yeah. would have stepped yep. in, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. And so yep. you want to know, the bigger issue here isn't like your anniversary trip is when? This weekend? So it actually passed. Okay. Um, it was, yeah, um, it was fine. We ended up taking the kiddos to a resort and That's we had cool. a blast. That's fine. But, um, yeah, Still yeah. Though. But it's the fact that she lied to me and it's, her her excuse was I'm too exhausted. Yep. Well, you don't see your grandkids as much as other families do, and it's for a weekend. I'm not asking you to watch them all month. Like, have I don't you know. spoken to your mom since? Like, no, you no, haven't. A lot of no, a lot of words were exchanged. I shouldn't say exchanged, but she had said a lot of words to me. Yep. Um, and my husband, and so we just said, okay, well, you're obviously upset, and we'll talk to you when you cool down, and. We've not done so. Okay. What kind of things has your mom, like, lied about? So she is notorious for lying to my father about, your I parents, mean. Are they still together? Probably. If they are, it's probably the worst marriage yeah. ever. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Psychic. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, she lies about, like, money, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much, like. He needs to know, my dad doesn't need to know every single purchase, but it's like if she maxes out her credit cards, like he'll ask her about it and she'll lie about that. Or um, if she's going somewhere, like if she and I are doing like a mother-daughter trip to like the mall, she'll tell my dad. You try oh, and we're do just nice going. stuff for her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, I, then I'm put in the middle and yep. then my she dad to dad. me and I'm, and I tell him, I'm like, I'm not going to lie to my dad about and she's like, why are you always trying to cause problems with my dad or with your exactly. dad and I? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. yep. Psychic. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, this is, this is, I'm going to tell you, I almost just said your name anonymous. To me, this is super easy. I think the best thing you can do, how many kids do you have? What, two or three? I have three. Three. Okay. So in your situation, if I were you, the best answer really is to just get a divorce. What? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm like, my husband's not involved in this. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a yuck yuck for Steve. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, you have a beautiful laugh, by the way. Uh, the the best you. the best thing that you should you could ever do right now is to reach out to your mother and say, no more drama, no more relationship with you and these kids until you show me honesty compassion and doing something solid now because if i were your husband i would be annoyed yeah oh he is Um, i probably would start seeing other women on the side but he's probably not there yet (laughs) no honest to god if i were your husband i would be extremely annoyed and there's a, a certain line that he can't cross i'm sure he has a unique relationship with your mother to say the least Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I were your husband, I would almost want to, like, if you're not going to say something anonymous, I'm going to, is probably about to happen. Mm-hmm. Has that happened yeah. yet? It, it's getting there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so you need to step up. This is your family, your problem. He should deal with his family, his problem. You need to step up right now, in, in my opinion, and then looking at some of the uh, responses that we've got via text in the app, 
a lot of people are saying, I mean, like 99.9% of the ton of them that have come in have said for this rando texto, your mom lied to you, blew up your second anniversary, said she was going to watch your kids, should have said she was busy so you could have figured out other things, right, or tired because mm-hmm. she yeah. works at daycare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't about her, and she's clearly jealous that you were going to go to Chicago. Yeah. Is that yeah. part of it too? Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody like uh, I, I, did, I remember the Click of Six did say I'd never reach out to this woman again. I would reach out to her. I would say, look, I'm taking a break from you. If you could lie to me one more time, we are done for good. I actually agree with you. I was gonna say like, um, <laughs> I, it's time to love your mom at a distance, but. I'm yeah. kind of with Fish. I think you have to say something yeah. to her. Yeah. Or, ha- just, or this will not stop. Yeah, or just get a divorce. Right. Either way. <laughs> or just get a, a divorce. divorce from your mom. I think, yeah. No, divorce your No, don't divorce your mom. That's rude. Okay. No. <laughs> She's your mom. Thanks, Anonymous. I hope we helped you out Thank a little you. bit. If you could give Thank us an update you, yeah. after you tell your mom she's a B word, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> I will. Okay. Thank you very much. Dual Lipa Mix 957812. Text question of the day is in 30 minutes. You can text in at 6000957. Or message on the Mix 957 app. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. So, uh, this won't be necessarily as fun, but I do want to kind of drop some uh, knowledge on you right now uh, via the old stats. So a new study shows that 44% of Americans say they've hit their lowest emotional point of their lives during the pandemic. I'm in a glass case of emotion! So, yeah. (laughs) Apparently, uh, 44%. Like, that is a ridiculously huge number to say you hit the lowest emotional point of their life during the pandemic. So let me break it down to you like this. During the pandemic, I lost a friend of 25 years to cancer. That would be Connie of Connie and Fish, which then changed the completely changed the trajectory of my career. My wife fell off a horse, broke her collarbone, and had to sleep in a chair for three months, then had surgery the week of Connie's funeral. Mm-hmm. Again, okay, all that stuff happened. And that still is not the lowest emotional point of my life. Yeah. So I'm not part of that 44%. I'm not saying it was a party up in this pace, but I'm just saying that's not the. So, did you guys hit the lowest emotional points of your lives? Steve's answer is going to be no, because he had a kid. Yeah, I had a kid, but that's the, one of the main reasons why it didn't. I mean, we we lost Connie, like you said, and then my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer too during. Oh crap! I the forgot pandemic, about that. So... She, she's okay, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cancer free as of right now, and she got a uh, double mastectomy. Yay. Um, but yeah, the only reason it wasn't is because Izzy was born. <laughs> So it Otherwise, it would have been probably. the lowest emotional point in your life. Yeah. Wow, you made me sound like a boosh. <laughs> I know it mustn't have been for you, right, Christine? It was a low emotional point. Obviously, we yeah. all love Connie, loved Connie, whatever you're supposed to say. Yeah, I mean, I hit some low points. Um, I lost a relationship. I feel like I lost myself for a while. We lost Connie, but it still wasn't the the pandemic wasn't the lowest point of my life. If no. You, if you went through that though, I just wanted to mention that again. As far as the lowest emotional point of your life, if you felt that way during the pandemic, 44% of Americans agree with you. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I do sit on a throne of lies. I love that guy. I think it's important to note not to shove down your mental health, too. Like, don't do just mean? don't just keep it bottled in or, like, oh, you know, okay. like, suffer in silence or just go through the depression. Like, you have to, like, 
like go through it. Sounds like a trigger term that you just said, suffer in silence. I like that. (laughs) You know, like obviously over 40% is what you said. So you're not 44%. Like you're not the only one out there who's struggling. Like get help. Like for real, talk to people, get help, get, do something to get over Mm -hmm. it. I mean, I've I've done it before. I've done that, you know, and whether I'm doing it right now is 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 ginger ninja business, right? But I have friends that are uh, doing it as well, and uh, sometimes you're not ready for help. I have friends that I think need help and to talk to somebody, and mm-hmm. they'll figure that out when the time is right for them. Mm-hmm. But and also though, don't push your friends to get help. Just suggest it. Just be there for them. I've had people yeah. like, Fish, you need to see a shrink. Connie just died. You need to go now. You need to go now. And I'm like, you know what? I just... bet you got that a lot, didn't you? I've gotten that a lot for a long time. I actually do a lot of what's called self-therapy. And I told I, I told Steve before I had a weird therapy experience. <laughs> yes, you did. Have you ever heard about my word? Yes. I, and she, the one where you ended up in an entire hour giving her advice on, on her, her life. lesbian relationship. And she still charged you yeah. for that session. Yeah. She then, I found out she was, see, I have this habit of wanting to get to know more about people. And uh, that's your problem. I found out that she was. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Some people call, I, call me too caring, easy to uh, manipulate, right? Uh, and I and I found out in my first session with her that she was a lesbian, and you know, and then she was a member of the Click of Six and mm-hmm. listened, and she said she wanted to write a book about Connie and I's relationship, which I couldn't blame her. Uh, and then uh, next appointment, we're talking a little bit more, and well, half of it comes like like third or fourth appointment, whatever it was. I think it was the third one. Like we spent the whole hour with my my shrink, my therapist, talking about her and helping her with advice because her partner. Uh, and hopefully it worked out for them. Uh, she, she was a nice lady. Her partner lived in D.C., and she was trying to work the long-distance relationship, mm-hmm. and I was giving her tips. Literally talked about her the whole time, other than, hey, how you doing today? Yeah. When I sat down. <laughs> and I was like, fine, how are you doing? She's like, I need your advice. And at the end of it, I get a bill. And I'm like, hey, your office accidentally billed me for that appointment where we just kind of talked about you. She's like, no, that's, that's it's therapy for you, too, to help people. I'm like, well, I do that. Uh, that's not how that works. <laughs> I, I do that for therapist. my job, dog. Yeah. That's what I would always call her, too. That's not how it works, therapist, <laughs> life coach. So maybe you end up going inside your home, and maybe with this weird Midwest weather that we've been having, you sit down and you watch the Olympics. You know... The Tokyo Olympic Games are going to be uh, a little unique this year. Steve uh, mentioned to me uh, off the air as well earlier mm-hmm. that you uh, think you know why. I do. Okay. I think. Why do you think they're going to be a little unique this year? Uh, for starters, because there is a lot of restrictions put on Olympic Village due to uh, the pandemic. One of them being that you can't drink alcohol except by yourself in your room. And then the big story is, for some reason, they are waiting until after the Olympics to give prophylactics. Oh yeah, to I saw that. The See, Olympians. Christine was all about all about that as well. So like, no, you're both wrong. Oh. I mean, you're both right, <laughs> but you're also both wrong. Uh, to- Tokyo Olympic Games are going to be really quiet this year because cheering is banned. What? You're oh, not allowed to wow. cheer. Even with masks. Yep. Venues are locals only. And 50% capacity, and the audience must wear masks, stay silent, and relieve right after they're done. Dude, they should just postpone it till next year. Ooh, so-and-so just goes flip, 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 triple axle, blah, 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 whatever, dippity-doo, gymnastic move. The audience. No, no. You can't even clap? No. 
You can't cheer. You can't. You got to be quiet. You mm-hmm. must stay silent. <laughs> it's not silent. I hope someone claps and they just haul. They just oh, see yeah. a security guard yeah. haul them out. <laughs> if we had a budget, I would send one of us there. Yeah. And during every event, live on TV, I'd be like watching. I'd be watching, or like we'd set it up. Your phone would be on. Like I'd put like a speaker on your phone and just call you right during it. You know, like so right during it, it's like. And you'd hear it throughout the whole damn thing. <laughs> I love it. Amazingly I'd stand epic. up and clap. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> At that point, you might as well. So don't be thrown. That every, don't think everybody sucks at the Olympics. You're just not allowed to show support to them this wow, year. Wow, man. It's going to be a weird one. Last night on the telly, as me mom would call it, <laughs> America's Got Talent. Okay. Dun, dun. We're going to try not to give too much away. But we have got to talk a little bit about Christine. You watched America's Got Talent. You I did. Sat me down today in our pre-show meeting, and uh, you said, "Fish, you got to see these two specific things." One of them mm-hmm. is this guy named Jimmy. Yep. Who uh, Simon was not really a big fan of his song choice. Really, at first, was no. He? What what song are you going to sing? I'm going to sing tomorrow from Annie. Are you serious? Do you know? That is my worst song in the world. Oh, yeah. Not a big fan of it at all. What was it? At all. No. 100%. And I think, I mean, he didn't say this, but I think it's because he uh, probably other people in the past have performed that song and just failed. Horribly. Or it's just kind of blah. Yeah. That's a- Not when Jimmy sings it. Jimmy busts out tomorrow. Simon uh, obviously is uh, gonna say, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty good at this. You should probably stick to it. Wow, wow, wow. wow. It's not my worst song anymore. <laughs> yeah, Simon says that, and it's funny too because underneath they have this plan. Which is from uh, The Greatest Showman. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's hysterical because we rewatched it today before the show and Christine started tearing up and I'm like, is it the bit? Like the guy? Or is it this song? No. Have you ever seen The Greatest Showman? No. You should see it. It's actually based on a true story. It's about the Barnum and Bailey, right? Well, or is it? Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> the big thing that we've got to talk about real quick, and the reason we really wanted to talk about America's Got Talent today, is uh, this group called The Other Direction. Yep. These guys what? are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know One Direction. Yeah. We're The, the other, other Direction. direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, darling, we are the world's gayest boy band. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> These guys oh, And each are, of them have a persona, too. Yeah, these guys are awesome. They kind of break it down. Now, what's the significance of Simon in One Direction? Uh, he started One Direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with X Factor. British X Factor yeah. was how he just, he actually he put just, them together. He, he did. So that's kind of his thing. And uh, they're going to perform a pretty interesting song last night. I'm Alex. I'm the jock. Okay. I'm Norm. Howdy. I'm the cowboy. Sorry, what? 
<laughs> yes, it is. That's Norm. That, yeah, this is the breakdown of the band. Yeah. It's your boy, Jason. I'm the party boy. Hello, party boy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg. I'm the mama bear. Hi, I'm Devin, fashionista. Fashionista. <laughs> I'd have had Devin go okay. first with the introductions, uh -huh. by the way. Is your dream to be as successful as the other direction? This is our destiny. This is really the moment for us. Okay, and have you written an original song? Yes, actually, it's called Girl, You're the Best. Okay, now look, we're going to play this song. I have to play this it's song. It's so great. Hey, but I want you to understand, this is the other direction, not one direction, mm -hmm. from last night's America's Got Talent, and the song is actually pretty good. All right? Girl, we've been talking a lot, but sometimes <laughs> you got to listen. Do you want to turn the lights out? Or stash my face wine. I can paint your toenails in the hot tub. And you can paint mine. Remember the time that we hung at the mall until all of the stores closed. Ever wonder why I'm allowed to hang out in your room with the door closed? <laughs> A gay boy band from last night's America's Got Talent. Last night, That's these guys are incredible. We'll throw it up on the uh, social it's media. So good. It's they're called the other direction. It's it's like the pants on the ground guy on pants American on Idol. Ground. Pants on the ground, pants oh. on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. That guy, because it's gonna be funny for a while and then it's gonna go away. This is way oh, better than that. I hope, <laughs> I hope this they actually stay and tour. I hope they actually do a version of Pants on the Ground. I wouldn't be surprised. It kind of fits the motif of what they're doing. <laughs> We have something that we like to call the text question of the day. Today's text question of the day is hopefully going to uh, be a fun thing for you. On social media, some people went with the not-so-fun thing. So if you met your parents before you were, born, you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Now, the reason we put the word fun in there is because originally we're like, what advice would they give them on raising you? And we're like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like, bad parents, whatever, yippity yippity. Yeah. And that kind of happened, unfortunately, on social media a little bit. Yeah. You, the Click of Six, have gotten it since then. Uh, if you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Uh, whatever you do, don't let me drop out of high school. Push me to graduate. It's kind of serious. Yeah. Give me a horse. Support and fuel my passion, somebody said. No. <laughs> no to the horse. Bad. <laughs> Naughty. Don't get a horseback riding, man. Get them into horses. It's not going to be cheap. Nope. Uh, somebody else said, uh, make me learn a language and learn to read and play music. 
I would have loved if they could have got me to play the uh, guitar. I yeah. I, I tried to take lessons years, 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 years ago and didn't work out for me. But me either. I wish I had somebody else, gymnastic, dance classes, that'd be cool. Take me on some more summer vacations. It's kind of one of mine was like, uh-huh. let's travel a little bit more. Text question of the day today, message via the app and text the show. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? You guys should make me a better dirt track for my better BMX racing. Yeah. One we made was okay, but we could have done better, Dad. Okay. <laughs> text question of the day, based on time, let's go to the top five-ish right now. There we go. Message in via the app, text the show. Top five is for the text question of the day. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Let's do seven of the top five. Stop being so serious, guys. Don't be afraid to have fun. Sometimes we can get too serious when we get caught in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let her keep the punk rock hairstyle. It's only hair. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Uh, somebody said my mom divorced my dad when I was 11 and my sister was 14. My mom always made everything fun. We drove to Panama City to go camping every year for five years straight. We traveled abroad and within the U.S. we explored. She made life as fun as it could have been. I wouldn't change my childhood with her for anything. Yeah, actually, hold on. A little more junk food would have made it better. (laughs) There you go. There's the fun. Uh, Somebody else said, if I met my parents before I was born, I would tell them to not be so loud. When making <laughs> balloon animals, it was a fishing nightmare growing up. Oh. I would also tell them to cook more rather uh, than getting fast food all the time. My childhood was so sucky. LOL. <laughs> Their so parents was... were having a good time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they Mom, were having fun. Mommy and daddy had a good time. Number three. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? So this is what they would do when they time travel. So, if you guys ever have kids and one of them, let's say when he's eight years old, accidentally sets fire to the living room rug, go easy on him. (laughs) There you go. Number two is when you find the vodka orange juice in the backyard, join in instead of dumping it out. Don't be so wasteful, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, number one. If you met your parents before you were born, what fun advice would you give them on raising you? Now, before we tell you number one, Steve, what was yours again? Uh, mine was that you should let me buy all the toys that I want because all the toys that I wanted all appreciated and value by a lot. Like you could buy a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house probably if they had done that right yeah, now today. Essentially, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding in this market a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Yeah, you right. <laughs> you might want to look at a condo. So their number one was forget uh, for Christmas. Forget the toys. Forget the choo choo train. Just give me one share of Apple stock. Right? Right? Oh, there you go. Can you imagine if you were a kid and for Christmas, all your friends picked on you because you got a thousand Bitcoins, which are worth like 30 grand each now? They would not be picking on you today. Hamburger. 30,000 Bitcoins, Christine, times a thousand. $30,000 for a Bitcoin. That's a lot of money. Times a thousand. That's how much money? It's a lot. That's that's 30,000 times 1,000. Yeah. Is 300? No. Three million. There you go. There it is. See? <laughs> We're just keeping your skills sharp. She was trying to dodge it. That's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, it is. It would be what? A lot. <laughs> yep. It'd be large number with so a three in the beginning. 40,000 times 2,000 is? Eight. Eight. What? Yeah, just eight dollars. <laughs> yes, eight dollars. It's eight dollars. It's <laughs> weird. A new form of math. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eight with a bunch of zeros. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Steve? It's eight million. There it is.
want to have a, a quick little, uh, not a game show like trivia thing, but just really quick question. Okay. What is a staycation to you, Christine? A staycation is staying um, in your hometown and maybe checking out some local things you have and exploring your local town. Where do you stay during a staycation? Probably an Airbnb or a hotel. See, this is what's interesting. Steve, what is a staycation to you? I think the same thing. You just go get a hotel room somewhere in the city you live in and you just kind of hang out at the hotel the whole time. Just you never leave the hotel. <laughs> I mean that that's what I was kind of enjoy the pool and whatnot. I thought a staycation was to me, and it, and it, there is no definitive term, but to me it was when you stay home and fart around around your town, but you stay in your home. Well, apparently, a third of people agree with two thirds agree with me. A third of people agree with Christine and Steve. Okay, where you stay somewhere else in your town. Okay. Now, why am I asking you about a staycation? Because you may want to do this uh, and save a little bit of money on your vacation because a new study just came out, and it's kind of ironic because Alicia and I have been planning a little uh, getaway coming up here, a little Midwest getaway Mm -hmm. coming up here in like the next month or so, and it's become a point of uh, contention in our uh, marriage. Why? Because I want to go baller, baller, shot caller. Like, if we're going to go... Rent an Airbnb, let's say, which yeah. is what we're talking about doing, or get a room. I want to pay stupid money because we're only doing it for a couple nights, and we're not going anywhere. We didn't do any big trips, COVID, right. Right. over the past year. I want to do something, not spend like thousands and thousands of dollars, but I want to spend a little bit more than we typically would. Right? Yeah, I don't blame you. She wants to stick within our normal price point, but go to the same place right and maybe spend more on wine and whatnot in restaurants and stuff so apparently 33 percent of women who are planning a big vacation say they're going to spend less than a thousand on it compared to just 21 percent of men Uh, apparently men like 50 percent in this poll that we're done but men are no men are 50 percent more likely to spend more money on lodging than women and I saw this today, and I thought, well, that's interesting, because that's exactly the argument we were having last night. Right. <laughs> right. Not like fighting, I hate you, your mother was weird, or whatever, but like... You always do slip in that last part, though. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what okay, Alicia, whatever. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 